boy's got something to say to me. Why don't you talk into the microphone? I got a backup mic right here. Check one, two. Testing, testing. Yeah, they both working, and guess what? They don't like no feedback. What's up? Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's the 503 Jumpcast. I am going to plant my seed in you. With John Bryant. So fucking classy and yeah. such a fucking gentleman. And Lynn the Jazzman Thunder. Hey! You're talking to my guy all wrong. It's wrong tone. Do it again. I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron. Brought to you by Taco Bell. Live Moss. What up, Kill Crew? That's right, it's the 503 Killcast. All killer, no filler, eight days a week. And John Bright, we're back. We're back. We're back. It's a Friday night. We're getting a little drunk on whiskey. We're getting drink a little bit of whiskey. Fresh off a uh, big old ass raping from Mike McLennan last night and Antonio Brown. Oh, and, hurt, and Chris Boswell. And Chris Boswell, you're right. Thank you. I yeah, forgot you, that you, there you really was another it. guy that came in there. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, what, is, what does Mikey have so far? 60 points from two guys, one wow. of them being his kicker. Oh, boy. Okay, well, John Bryant, you're going to have to really pull one out of your ass there. Maybe Greg Zerline will kick 10 field goals. That could happen. Yeah, all Playing from the 50. in Minnesota? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. All from the 50. Yeah, it's all right. I, uh, I actually had lunch with Mikey today. I got a HJ in the house, so we're all it, good. Okay, all right. There you go. Did you Actually, I heard he's got this new thing he offers. It's kind of weird, but it's really selling like hotcakes among the Mormon crowd out there. Yeah. It's called a Dutch Rudder. So what he does is you know they, those guys they, they can't do the gay shit right <clears throat> and that's mikey's bread and butter yeah <laughs> so what they do is they'll just like hold their own dick and then mikey will grab their arm and just move it for them oh. and then after they're done and he's like all covered in it he leans in real close looks him dead in the eye and whispers no homo okay they dig it they love it is it's- that what you have them do no, no. Oh, you just stick with the blowjobs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, uh, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> I got Dutch rooted by uh, Ben Roethlisberger last night. He was just throwing <laughs> it to Antonio Brown. Three fucking touchdowns. God damn it. Oh, man. That's rough. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to lose this week. I can't beat that. that who knows? When who a guy knows? puts up 40 points, you really can't. I mean, I mean, we'll talk about it when we preview the matchups this week. We're you not could. Pre- oh, that's the other thing. Pull one out of your ass. We're not even. Pre- we're not going to preview the matchups today. We're going to preview the games. Why? Because we're we're throwing the format out the window. We don't have a script. We're not really doing anything. So let's just do the games. It'll be easier. I don't know what the games are. I know what the matchups are. Fine, we'll do the matchups. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Uh, I guess I'll throw this script out the window. There you go. Okay, but first things first, let's get all the injury shit. I don't want to talk about it. It's terrible. Yeah, we're skipping injury report. It's worst. Uh, Friday not, night. Not going to do the time machine either. Uh, just know that John Bryan, I beat you last week. Yeah. Yep. I won the burrito bet, though. You did? What was the burrito bet? I don't remember, but I won it. Okay, I all right. Good that. for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the fantasy win over the burrito bet win every day of the week. I know you will. That's Twice why, on Sundays. Yeah. Why you always lose the burrito bet? Instead, John Bryant, the trade deadline came and passed last Saturday. This is correct. First off, I want to give what's the opposite of a shout out? A, uh, a fuck you, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I want to give a fuck you to Mike Schaefer. Mike Schaefer, I was talking about giving you VD all week, really lead up to the trade deadline. You were all like, oh. Mike's got plenty of VD. I, uh, yeah, I'm interested. I, I think I'd like it. I'd like it a lot. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that VD is Vernon Davis. Oh, not venereal disease. Yeah. Because well, he's, he's riddled with that. Yeah, no, we're talking about giving him some good old-fashioned football VD, uh, and then just never responded to my offer at all. 
ever until the trade deadline came and went, and haven't heard hide nor hair of him since then. Maybe he didn't want VD. Uh, I think it's a little late for that. Yep. Okay, but anyway, let's let's go back and grade all the trades that have happened so far this season. Okay. How are we going to grade them? Are we going to give each team a grade, or are we going to give it... Because like, if it's really one-sided, would you give it an A, a B? I think you give each team a grade. I think that's the way to do it, too. Okay. Let's do that. All right. So the first trade that happened was Matt Brown gave up a 10th round pick for Cameron Brait. Straight up. You know, I, I think this is a fairly even trade on both sides. Carter, yeah. you gave up a streaming tight end, basically. You sold him while he was hot, and that's kind of a smart thing to do with a streamer tra- tight end. Mm-hmm. Matt Brown, though, in return, he gave up a 10th round pick. Yeah, which I is mean, nothing. Yeah, what are you yeah. going to do with a 10th round pick? And, I mean, frankly, what's Carter going to yeah. do? Yeah, I mean, and this pick? happened uh, early October. Cameron Brait hasn't really done anything to set himself apart ever since then. I think that's almost exactly when O.J. Howard started catch- catching all the touchdowns. And then, yeah, I think uh, a few weeks later, yeah. James Winston hurt his shoulder. So I'm going to give both of them a I don't give a shit. That was just bad. It's a wash. It's a wash. No one won that trade. I'll give them both a C. Okay. Uh, next one. You traded Christian McCaffrey for a fifth round pick and Josh Doxon. Right? Yeah, but look who's on my bench now. Josh Doxon again. <laughs> <laughs> so I really didn't give Josh Doxon at all. <laughs> so you Christian McCaffrey for a fifth. Um, it's paid off for you. It sure has. Yeah. He's a he's a top twenty wide or running back. Yeah, I mean, okay, I'll give you the I'll give you an A. That's easy. For Carter, I gotta say C. Uh, Carter, you know he what? Said, he set his price for the rest of the season way too low. He gave around his first round draft pick for a fifth round next year. What's the point? Yeah, Carter. I when I sent you that trade offer, I really thought it would just be like an opening move, and you'd like. Bargain me up and come back and be like, no, I need a second or something. We'd end up like a third or a fourth or something. Yeah. Uh, when you just said, oh, I thought the value was there and you took it, I was kind of surprised. Didn't say anything, obviously. But I, I gotta get that's that's a D, man. A fifth round pick. You don't get much with a fifth rounder, and you're giving away Christian McCaffrey, who, while not first round worthy, is he's still producing. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I'm giving you an A and giving Carter a D. Yeah. Did I say it? Yeah, I'm giving it a D. Yeah, sorry, Carter. Yep. All right, next trade. You gave up Jimmy Graham. No, you gave up a seventh-round pick for Jimmy Graham. You're wheeling and dealing at this point in the season. So Jimmy Graham has turned into a – he's a top three. I mean, we always knew he had the potential to be a top three tight end. He usually is. He started off slow this year, so people had their doubts. Yeah. Uh, And for a seventh-round pick – if and that was for my so Mikey got the seventh round pick, gave up Jimmy Graham. I think Mikey sold a little too low here. I would have liked to see if at probably a fourth or a fifth. I agree. This is how another, are you doing this to people? This is another one that I thought Jesus was Christ. a little low value for a top end tight end in a year where the tight end position has been really hard to fill for most teams. You know, there's about. There's, there's what, three. There's Travis Kelsey, Rob Gronkowski, and Zach Ertz. And after that, the drop-off is nah, quite noticeable. Evan Ingram's in there. Yeah, Evan I mean, Ingram. He's a, Evan Ingram's he hasn't proved it like these other guys have, like season through but season. But he's been producing. But he's been this year, this year he's done well. Point is, there's what, right, maybe three, four, five maybe tight ends. And the drop-off after that is quite noticeable. Yes. 
So, I mean, yeah, you can say that it's a tight end one, but unless they're in the top half of that, the the difference between a a tight end one and a tight end two is not much. Yeah. If Mikey had waited until later, a little later in the season, maybe tried to sell high on Jimmy Graham after he started playing well, he could have easily got a fourth or a fifth round pick for it. Uh, Easily. And you know what? I, I, yeah, I feel like I came out ahead on that one. A seventh for Jimmy Graham, not bad. Yeah. All right. So what, what's the grade there, John Bryant? I'll give you an A. I mean, you got a top three tight end for nothing. I'm going to give Mikey a C. I, I'm going to give him another D. I mean, Mikey, that's that's right there with the Christian McCaffrey for a fifth. It's probably more like a D. You're right. Sorry, Mikey. I know you get lots of Ds, but you're about to get another one. Okay. This can't be right. Maybe it is. Okay. So the next one would be Mikey traded a second round pick to get Antonio Brown from Brennan. Now, at this point, Brennan's fire sailing. This is like his yep. first big fire sale move, I think. It, it, it and is. And this is where, you know, we talked about earlier where Carter set his price way too low. This is Brennan setting his price high and it paying off. Exactly. He set his price high and then it paid off down the line too. Yes. For yeah. later, later transactions. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a second round pick. For Antonio Brown, that seems like fair market value to me. I give both of them an A. Yeah, especially this last one. I, Mikey, you paid, but you got what you paid for. And yeah. Brennan, I mean, you got great value for Antonio Brown. Especially if Mikey makes a deep run into the playoffs. I mean, that second round pick is going to be early in the second round. And in our snake draft, that's going to be very valuable. Yep. So, yeah, a good job on both, I'd say. You know, it's kind of a wash in the same way that Cameron Brayton for a tenth is a wash. So, yeah. you know, I give them both a C because neither one of them really, you know, took advantage of the other. You're giving them both C's. It's a wash, I think. I'm giving them A's. I mean, Mikey improved his odds in the playoffs, or at least he only, he guaranteed a spot into the playoffs. He sure did. He improved his odds because Antonio Brown's Antonio Brown. He's going to play well in the yep. playoffs. Mm-hmm. Brennan got a smoking good price. He did. I'm going to give them both an A. I can't believe you're saying C. Well, all right. I guess the reason I'm saying C is because neither one of them clearly came out ahead in that trade. You know, no one won that trade versus lost the trade. They well, both they both won, I guess. We're not grading how well did you fuck the other guy. It's Because Mikey always gets A's in that class. Yeah. He, we're grading, you know, how well did you make out for the trade. Okay. Yeah, it's a high price. So maybe I could see where maybe I'd want to give Mikey a B. Because he paid a high, high price. He did. But... Is probably worth it. I mean, I mean, it's, Antonio Brown is the best wide receiver. Ask him how he's feeling right now after forty points. Yeah, it's dicks like this. <clears throat> yeah, straight up. It's uh okay. Yeah, I can see them both getting A's. Although, Brendan, I will point out that you fire sailed kind of early, and with that forty points, I mean, you're right. I mean, you're still in the running for a wild card spot in terms of points uh-huh. scored. If you had kept a B, uh, you it would be a lock for it. Bitch ass move. Uh, the point is, I mean, you know, I know that you expected to, you know, be running roughshod over the league after all your draft picks, but you know, don't, uh, don't give up. I mean, even this late in the season, uh, there's still a lot of football left to play. Yeah. All right. Next trade. Diddy got Chris Thompson for a fourth round pick from Mikey. Oh, so Diddy gave up a fourth round pick to get Chris Thompson from Mikey. Eh, he paid a little high for Chris Thompson, if you ask me. I don't think so. You don't think so? 
No. I, uh, I, I mean, look at Chris Thompson. He has been scoring double digits. I mean, we're a full-point PPR league. Chris Thompson has been great in that format. I don't think he's had a single game yet where he's had less than double digits. Uh, yeah. Kansas City and Seattle. Okay. But, I mean, Seattle was other- two weeks ago. He only scored seven points at Kansas. I'm sorry. Um, at, yeah, at Kansas City, he scored one and one and a half points. So I, I don't know. I and, mean, I mean, right. yeah, he's a good player, but he's had plenty of over. I mean, he's had more games over twenty points, and he's had games under ten points. Yeah, I guess I'm still in the mindset that I mean, they've all week people have been. Well, Rob Kelly, Fat Rob, went to the IR this week. That's right. Your favorite player in the NFL. Look, Got I think he, he's good. He just hasn't been healthy this year. Yeah, I knew that a long time ago. That's why I dropped him. Okay. And then you picked him up. Hey, I held out hope. I had bench space. All right. um, But so Fat Rob goes to the IR, and everyone's been talking up Samaji P. Ryan. It's his opportunity. He hasn't been getting it done. He hasn't, but the fact that they just keep saying it's his opportunity. They've been saying that since week two. There's something Washington doesn't like about Chris Thompson. Well, no, what they... They're and not, it's his size. It's not that they don't like it. They know that, look, if we use him as a three-down work or workhorse back, he's going to get hurt, and we're going to mm-hmm. lose him. They recognize he's a fantastic running back, and they want to use him. They just don't want to overuse him. Yeah. But, I mean, look, he gets he's in there on third down. He's in there in the two-minute offense. He's getting lots of looks. I mean, he's he's sort of taken over you know, that sort of hybrid Jamison Crowder, Jordan Reed safety valve outlet for Kirk Cousins this year. Yeah. And I guess I'm looking at this a little wrong, too, because neither of these teams are – this isn't a fire sale move. This is like a trade for a trade, except for it has a round in it, so that's weird. But, I mean, if Mike, Mikey at the time had Devontae Freeman, he was loaded at running back. He didn't really need this extra running back. He got something for it. I so. think this was Mikey trying to sort of mitigate the fact that he traded around, uh, traded away his second-round pick yeah. next year. Yeah, trying to mitigate that a little bit, and and look at the time he was rich at running back. We only have so many spots you can play at running back, and at yeah at the time it looked like okay this was going to be Fat Rob, Samaj P Ryan, Chris Thompson, Sharon looks. I I can see why he made the trade. I can see why uh, Jared traded a fourth round for him. I think this is a perfect value for someone like Chris Thompson. I think it's worked out in Diddy's favor with the recent developments and the injuries to Fat Rob. But, yeah, I I mean, if I'm grading this one, I'm saying a B for Mikey because it's it's a – I think it's a bad idea to trade away good running backs unless you are fire sailing. He traded away depth. Uh, Yeah, and now, you know, he's probably probably missing it a little bit. I'll say a B for Mikey and uh, an A for Diddy. Okay. Uh, Next trade, kind of the same story, is Mikey again traded uh, Juju Smith-Schuster to uh, Boubinet for a fifth-round pick. I like this one a lot more. I like this for Boubinet. Really? I love it for Boubinet. Do you like his keeper potential? I love his keeper potential. Okay. I mean, if you look at... I know he didn't have a great game last night on Thursday, but he was getting all the first red zone look opportunities. I think Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be a fantastic keeper for Bubina. A fifth round is a steal for him because he also has potential to have great games the rest of the season. I don't know if I see it. I mean, he's had two good games at Detroit Net Indy. and Look, he's, he's a rookie wide receiver. They always take a little bit of time to develop. I, like I don't. One of those games also was when Martavis Bryant wasn't on the field. Look, Martavis Bryant is getting... 
slowly phased out of that offense. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I don't think Martavis Bryant is going to take over the number two wide receiver role. I mean, that's Juju's to, to lose at this point. I like the keeper potential there. Uh, he went undrafted this year, so Bubonet can keep him in what? The, uh, eighth. the eighth? That's a great way to keep him, especially for a team that does not have a keeper. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he. I mean, oh, you know what's interesting? I just picked this up. Sorry, Mikey gave so Mikey got a fifth round pick, but gave back a sixth. Even better for Bubina. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, uh, Mikey. I think. Look, I know you had Antonio Brown at this point, but you could have gotten more for Juju, especially with a team like Bubina who is hurting for a keeper. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give. Bubine a B plus. I'm gonna give him an A. Give him an A. I okay. like it a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna give Mikey a C minus. Yeah, I, d- I don't like this, Mikey. I yeah. think I think you gave Juju more up trading for away depth. Way way less than you could have gotten from him. Yeah. All right. Not a ton of trades this year. We only got two more left. Next one. This one. I don't understand it all. You'll have to explain it to me because I don't get it. Okay. So, uh, Tyler traded Jimmy Garoppolo to Jared but t- wait I- I'm sorry I'm-, I'm reading this wrong do you remember this trade no I do not so Tyler traded I'm sorry Jared traded Jimmy Garoppolo and a sixth round pick for Alex Smith that makes sense to me look Diddy <sighs> he can't rely on Marcus Mariota who was his keeper he was rolling with Deshaun Watson until Deshaun Watson hurt his ACL. Mm. Jimmy, I get it now. Tyler's getting the sixth-round pick. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense because Tyler traded away his starting quarterback to Jared, who was kind of quarterback. And needed. Tyler's in the toilet bowl. He also has Matt Ryan there. Matt Ryan is not what he was last year, but he's not terrible either. Yeah. I, look, Diddy is a legit contender. He's a number one. He's nine and one. He's a legit contender for the championship. He needs to have a complete team going into the playoffs. Alex Smith is what the number one or two quarterback right now. Very safe. Yeah. Uh, look, it, it makes sense for Diddy. Uh, Tyler, he got you know a potential great quarterback situation for next year if he wants to keep him. Sixth rounder doesn't hurt. Sweetens the pot. I like this for Tyler. I like it for Jared. I think it makes sense for both their teams. Same here. I like it. Uh, I, I I wish Tyler had gotten a little better than a sixth. You know, you want to for an but, Alex Smith, and it was like his only. It was his only fire sale trade. He's the bottom. He's the second yeah. worst team in the league. You know, I noticed this I last year. There were a lot more. of third and fourth round and fifth round picks being traded last year, and I see a lot of later round picks getting traded this year. And I think part of that is the fact that Carter kind of set the market with. You know, getting a tenth and then a fifth in the first two trades. Yeah. So I, I think that sort of had that effect. <laughs> yep. Yep. So did we grade them? I, you know, I give, I give them both. Uh, you know, I'll give Diddy an A because look, you completed your team, you you addressed yeah. a need in your team. And a six round pick, what is that? It's a six round pick isn't much. I'll give Tyler yeah. a B because you know Jimmy Garoppolo. You don't know what you've got there. Could be great. Could be shitty. And a six-rounder, I mean, it's kind of the same way. You don't know what you're going to get in the sixth round next year. It could be great. Yeah. could be shitty. It's a lottery ticket. Yeah. All right. Next trade. This was the the big one. So I'll just go ahead and read it. Uh, Uri gave Brennan 
a third round pick for Richard Matthews, Kelvin Benjamin, and the big one, Rob Gronkowski. I this <clears throat> is shenanigans. It's it's really not. I I think it is. I I saw this and I immediately voted to veto it because I thought that is way too much. I mean, that's that's basically giving half your team to someone. Well, dude, but we don't have a we don't have a rule against it, so he can do it. I mean, if it if it's that one sided, it just feels wrong. A, a third round pick is not one sided. Uh, the fact that Uri doesn't have a third round pick next year is going to hurt him. Uh, I don't know. I just it makes it, I don't know. I, I like I don't like it. I think it's shenanigans. Dude, and honestly, he only got two good players out of two one and a half good players. I mean, you really think Kelvin Benjamin's going to pay off the rest of the season? Because I don't. With their new quarterback, we don't. We've only seen him in one game with Tyrod Taylor. Now we've we're gonna get him with a new Nathan Peterman quarterback. We don't know what Kelvin Benjamin's gonna be. We know that he is slated to be the wide receiver one on the Bills. We know they need to throw more. We know he doesn't have a whole lot of competition. I think the next best receiving target on that team is Lashawn McCoy, the running back. No, it's Charles Clay, Jordan okay. Matthews. Sure, but point is, Kelvin Benjamin is far and away the best receiver on that team. So he could be, you know, a wide receiver one rest of season. I don't know if he's the best receiver on that team. Why would Carolina let him go? I think for Carolina it was addition by subtraction. Nah. I think this is a fair trade. I don't think so. I give I actually give Brendan an A on it. I I I have trouble grading this trade just because I think I'm not saying there was collusion. I just think Brendan came to the trade deadline, wanted to get anything he could for next year. And shipped off way too much to Uri for only a third round pick. I uh, I made Brennan basically took my trade and shopped it around because I offered him a fourth round pick for Gronkowski, Richard Matthews, and Kelvin Benjamin. I, that's just I think the peop, the person who gets those three players is getting so much. They're getting potential starters, and then you know they can just dump all that all that wasted bench space. Yeah, but I mean, hey, that adds to the waiver wire. It does, I but mean, I mean, I mean, I don't know who Uri dropped, but you know, if he's got someone, he had to drop three guys. Look, if he's got like Deontay Thompson, for example, on his bench, and he's able to replace that with Kelvin Benjamin, I mean, obviously that makes his team so much better. Even if he never plays Kelvin Benjamin, he's got a way better chance of Kelvin Benjamin turning into something than he does, say, a, a Deontay Thompson. Yep. I just, I think it, hey man, this, this, this was, was so one-sided in my opinion. I, I, I give Brendan an F for it because Brendan has a two and an extra two and a three. He has five picks in the first three rounds. He does, and you know what? Maybe he'll do what he did this year and come away with no running backs. <laughs> Quit too early. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. Move. Brennan, I, I, I don't even want to grade this trade because it's, I, it's in my mind, it's so unfair, and I think it just. Upsets the balance of the league so much. Well, I'll grade it for you. They both get A's. Okay, I, Uri definitely gets an A. I think he more than got a third round value for all of those players. <sighs> yeah. I think Gronkowski alone is worth a third round pick. Yeah. I'm stingy. I wanted Gronkowski. Like I'm tight end. I'm hurting for tight end. I really wanted Gronkowski, but the most I would give up was a fourth. Yeah. I, and it's just because I didn't. He's and I. I was actually making it a conditional fourth where if. Grabkowski played less than, you know, six of the remaining seven games. Yeah, I mean, you wanted yeah. to hedge against the injury risk. Yeah, because Grabkowski is an injury risk. He is. Um, but he has been playing well this year. And, I mean, he's he, the, 
it seems like the Patriots are kind of playing it smart with him too. Like they sat him that game against Tampa Bay because they knew they didn't need him. Um, he's got he's he's got really good numbers for a tight end. Not s- typical Gronk numbers, but good numbers for a tight end. I mean, he's a threat to go off for twenty plus points every week. He's not yeah. going to every week, but well, he's he's, a, he's he's that same threat that you know Antonio Brown is. He's that same threat. If you go up against him, you're going to lose because he blows up. He's done it three out of the seven weeks he's played, gone for plus points. So yeah, he's yeah. definitely a threat for it. But yeah, I like I said, I think it was a fair trade. Uh, I know a lot of people didn't like it, but that's the like I said, I voted against it, and I wish more people would have. That's weird. I it showed. There was like no notification to me, the commissioner, that you had voted against it. Yeah, I think it has to be a majority of league votes against it in order to something to show up. Maybe, yeah, maybe. But anyway, it just—I didn't like it. Didn't smell right to me. But what are you gonna do? So based on that, next year, if we had a way to eliminate the fire sale, like either moved up the trade deadline or uh, whatever. Would like, you would you want to do that, or do you like this system? Knowing that this is a real possibility to happen every single year. Uh, look, this is the first time that this has happened with our system. We've This is the third year of our trading for future first. draft picks. I mean, this, do you no, remember the red trade? Do I need to reflect? I, I think play? you do need to remind me. I don't remember. We should dig that up and try to play it. Okay. I think <laughs> you just got mad because people gave up early. Yeah. I don't think you thought that someone was, was getting way too much for what they're giving up. Like, I think is happening here yeah i mean i i agree with you that brendan probably gave up way too early in the season because if he had antonio brown and rob gronkowski at the very least he would be a wild card team mm-hmm. and who knows what could happen in the playoffs yep all you need to do is get lucky every three weeks sometimes you don't even get lucky you just need another team to get unlucky well yeah that's part of it yeah i mean hell i remember last year in the playoffs first first round I had the second highest points score the first week. Unfortunately, I played the guy with the most, with the first most points. And then I think I beat everyone else, you know, the last two weeks. But I was out of it, and you know, that's, it that's all it is. It's, it just happens. The point is, I mean, if you're in the playoffs, you're in the playoffs. Anything can happen. Yeah. All right, should we take a look at the matchups? I just want to say one thing. Do it. Some lessons for next year, maybe to the league out there. One, don't give up. Don't give up. I mean, look, anyone can get into it. Brennan, I think you gave it way too early. Yeah, you're positioned well for a draft next year, but hell, what if what if the same thing happens next year that happened this year? Are you going give to up, give up again? Can I wait? So I'm going to caveat that one message that you just gave, which was don't give up except for Carter. Give up. Yeah. Carter, you can give up Carter, this Tyler, year, next year, up, and yeah. the next five. Carter, Tyler, and Matt Brown, you can all give up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the other thing is, you know what? Don't just because someone gets really good value for a player, gets really poor value for a player, if, if you're the one shopping, if you're the one selling, uh, don't be afraid to go out and set the market. Okay. And don't don't feel beholden to what other people do. Brennan set the market. He set his market. He, like, he set his market. Brennan was the Lexus dealership, and Carter was like Carter's used car lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Carter, I think you could have done a lot better. I mean, you've... You didn't have a very good team, but you did have some very good players, and you probably could have gotten a little bit more for them than you did. Yeah, Brennan, I, I coming from the guy that did half your fucking trade. <laughs> <right there. laughs> yeah, Brennan, I think yeah, you did a great job with Antonio Brown. But if you'd been a little more Johnny on the spot with your fire sale and didn't wait until the deadline, 
I think you could have gotten a third round for Gromkowski alone and probably, you know, another fourth or fifth or something for Rashard Matthews and Kelvin Benjamin. I, I do agree with you there. I see your I point I mean, there. that was a – I mean, let's not kid ourselves. That was Brennan, oh, shit, I've already decided to give up on this season. The trade deadline is tomorrow. I need to get something. Fine, I'll, I'll just – not even the Give trade you line the farm for is a third. tomorrow. It's like the trade line's tomorrow, and I'm going to get drunk in an hour, so I need to do this now. Yeah. And he did. Yeah, Which, so hey, man, it worked. One, don't give it worked up. Well for him. One, don't give up. But two, if you do decide to give up, don't wait until the last minute to give up. Yep. All right, John. Is Brown. that all? That, that's, my two, that's my two things I want to say to the league. Okay. I hate, I hate fucking trades. I think we should get rid of them. No oh, more trading. I love trading. It adds another dimension to the lead. I love right. it. Let's take a look at week 11. Week 11. All right. Recording live somewhere. It's time for the official podcast All right. 503 Killers Fantasy Football League. Fantasy football is my religion. Nothing brings me greater spiritual enlightenment than picturing me taking my big fat donger that is my team and slapping it in my friend's face, dropping loads on them like manna from heaven. Sunday is my Sabbath, and Mondays and Thursdays and Saturdays in December, baby. It's the 503 Killcast. All right, Kill Crew, it's week 11. That's right, here we are. Time to look at the previews. Let's see what the matchups looks like. And John Bryant, let's start with the one that's going to be a real nail-biter, real close. Let's start you and Mikey. Oh, God damn it. I haven't even looked at this like in a while. And <laughs> Antonio Brown's got 43 points, not just 40. Uh, almost 44, 43.9. <laughs> God damn it. God I mean, damn it. I mean, once you get to 40, is there really a difference between 40 and 44? <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not in this case. All right, so he's got Carson Wentz. I got Dak Prescott. Same game, Sunday night football. Should be. I think it's going to be a barn burner. I yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I hope it's a really good game. Me too. I think this one might be kind of a wash because uh, without Zeke, Dak Prescott is going to have to throw. The only thing that worries me is that left tackle situation. No, we're sitting Chaz Green. Don't well, you worry yeah, but that. how do you know his backup's going to be any better? He's going to be better. He couldn't beat Chaz Green out. <laughs> He's going to be better. We're going to have tight end help over there. Yeah, you they're, hope so. They're going to figure it out this week. God damn it. Jason fucking Garrett doesn't. Don't adjust. Just keep doing what keeps getting you sacked. Listen, Jason Garrett and the Cowboys, they do one thing, they do it really well, and they don't do anything else. And if they can't do that one thing, then they're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> That's been Jason Garrett's MO since day one. Oh, God damn it. Don't worry, I'm playing lots of Cowboys this week. It should all work out. Yeah, I mean, look, you're putting all your eggs in one basket. <laughs> Carson Wentz is going to have a good game. I mean, yeah, I Dallas think they're going to try. I think they're going to try to run the ball more than usual. They got JGI, they got Garrett Blunt, they got Smallwood. They do. I think they're going to try to run the ball, try to pull a Dallas and get uh, time of possession. I think it, the honestly, the game's on Dak's shoulders. It is with with no Zeke. It's all Dak. It's all Dak. Yeah, I agree. Although I think Wentz is probably going to get more points than Dak Prescott this week. I, I give the edge to, to Carson Wentz there. Uh, you know, Dallas has a pretty bad secondary. Philadelphia I, has a really good secondary. I will burrito bet you that Dak Prescott outscores Carson Wentz, and here's why. I mean, game script could go in Dak's favor. I mean, exactly. I'm not discounting that. That's just exactly. why I will not burrito bet it. Okay. You're but, just going to... 
call out Dak Prescott and not fucking Becca. I'm not I calling him out. Yeah, I'm not saying cool. Dak's you a worse quarterback you just called him out. than Carson Wentz. I'm just saying Carson Wentz is in a better matchup than Dak Prescott is. All right, let's. If you were a GM of a brand new football team and you had your choice between Dak Prescott and Carson Wentz as your quarterback for the rest of the franchise, you know, for the rest of their foreseeable career, who would you choose? Carson Wentz. Fuck yourself, Lynn Thunder. God. <laughs> no. Yeah, I can. I can see why. Yeah. I can see why. But <laughs> I like Dak a lot. Uh, it's a I, think, I wouldn't be I, unhappy if I had to. Oh darn! I got Dak as my franchise quarterback. Oh, uh, I think Carson it would not Wentz, be like that. Looks uh, okay. Here's here's what's gonna make Dak good this week. He knows he's gonna have to be mobile. He knows he's gonna. He hasn't had to do this very much this year. He's gonna have to get outside yeah. the pocket. He's gonna have to use his legs. Yeah. No, I I could see him having a really good game just because they'll get behind and he'll have to put the team on his shoulders. Yeah. Uh, Des Bryant. He's healthy this week. He's playing. I don't know about that. What do you know? I don't know if he's healthy. He's very healthy. I don't think so. Yeah, dude, he eats lobster salad every day. Okay. Like a champion. Um, Des is good. He's going to play. He's probably going to score 20 points. Can we talk about first-round pick Des Bryant's performance last week? 7.9 points. I mean, 8 points. He got 8 points. 8 points, okay. (laughs) All right. What about about it, Thunder? Everyone has a a down game. Do you know what his uh, rank is so far this year among wide receivers? He's like 26th or something. 24. 24. That's I've been saying better. it all year, John Bryant. Thunder. First round talent, second round production. Let me ask you a question. Do you remember last year when Des Bryant threw <laughs> a touchdown pass to Jason <laughs> Witten to win me a fantasy football championship? Because I fucking remember. I, I do remember. recall that. In fact, we featured it on the podcast. I remember it, Lynn Thunder, and I don't forget it either. Okay, and that's right. why Des Bryant is on my team. I've been chasing that dragon all year. Okay. And when I get it, when I, you know, you've, ne- look, you, you, I, I guess I get where you've never been in a fantasy football championship. You don't know where I'm coming from, but that rarefied air, it's delicious. Okay. And Des Bryant's gotten me there not once, but twice. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. So your, your bullshit about Des Bryant not being worthy of a first round pick, go fuck yourself. Okay, uh, he's not going to get 44 points, though. He could. <laughs> he's he could. not. I'll burrito bet that. No, no. <laughs> All right, next on the wide receiver. Mikey, Demarius Thomas going against Cincinnati and Doug Baldwin going against Atlanta. Uh, I like Doug Baldwin over Demarius Thomas. Yeah, I like them both, but uh, I can see where... I, Demarius Thomas has done better um, with Brock Osweiler, I think. Well, he's only been one game, but I think Brock Osweiler is a better option for Demarius Thomas. Owners. Yeah, Brock Osweiler looks to Demarius Thomas in the red zone a lot more than Trevor Simeon did. Cincinnati is not going to have their uh, best defensive player on the field, Vontez Perfect, which was a bullshit suspension for nothing. <laughs> it's the NFL being racist again. Um, but Doug Baldwin. You know, I think Atlanta's cornerbacks are going to be able to shut down uh, Tyler Lockett and Paul Richardson, and I think it's going to be a Doug, Doug Baldwin night. So I do like the, Doug Baldwin. The thing matchup. I like about Doug Baldwin as a wide receiver in general is that when he goes up in a matchup, for example, last week against Arizona, Patrick Peterson is a shutdown corner. This week he's going against Atlanta where they have Desmond Trufant, a shutdown corner. The nice thing about Doug Baldwin is that he doesn't line up as just the X or the Z. He also lines up in the slot where those cornerbacks will not 
follow him, and he's able to be productive anywhere on the field. So LMNOP. I like Doug Baldwin more than I like Demarius Thomas. Me too. All right, Alvin Kamara, Jarrett McKinnon. I'm going to go with Alvin Kamara on this one because Me too. Jarek McKinnon, that LA Rams defense, it's not terrible. It's not bad. No. It's pretty good. Uh, but Alvin Kamara has just been slaughtering it, and the Washington defense is really banged up in that linebacker core, especially on the, on the weak side. Alvin Kamara makes his bread and butter, makes his money when he gets the ball out in space where a linebacker should be covering him. I, I like him better than Jared McKinney. He's got a better matchup. Yep, I 100% agree with you, and I think it's going to be a Latavius Murray game. Uh, it will be if they keep a lead. They're going to have to. I mean, that's the only way they can win this game is by – Getting up by a little. And LA Rams put up 30 points a game. I know. I don't know. I, I think Jeremy McKinnon could have a good the game. The Rams-Minnesota game is going to get really good. Yeah. All right. Uh, next matchup. Uh, tight end. Tight end. Jason. Evan Ingram versus Jason Witten. I got to go with Evan Ingram. Yeah, I don't blame you. I, I, my tight end, ASJ, is on a bye. That's why I got Jason Witten. Yeah. Let's look Although, at when it's time for the Cowboys to get their offense right, it they usually Jason involves Witten. Jason Witten. He is Dak's security blanket. Yes. He's very good. Yes. Uh, Next one. Let's look at the flexes. flexes. Uh, for Mikey, we've got Jordan Howard and Michael Crabtree going against Larry Fitzgerald and Doug Martin for you. How do you feel about Doug Martin? I fucking hate him, man. It's rough. Although he's getting like 18 to 20 touches a game. I know. It's just they suck. Yeah. But Miami's got a shitty run deep. They do. There's always a chance they could give up, too. Yep. Um, but I like Jordan Howard more, and if I had to choose between Larry Fitzgerald and Michael Crabtree, I'd take Michael Crabtree. Yeah, Crabtree I, going against that. I, I don't know. I, New England's defense. They've turned it up. around. Yeah, they you have. can't say that this is the New England defense from the first four weeks of the season because they turned it around. It's not in Oakland. It's in Mexico City. Oh, that's right. Yeah, good call. Good call. So I don't. I like Larry Fitz because the only well the only problem with Larry Fitz he's got Blaine Gabbard under center now the third string quarterback, but the third string quarterback is going to lean on two players Larry Fitzgerald and Jermaine Gresham. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Blaine Gabbard, Drew Stanton. For me, it doesn't matter. They're it's they're Larry both Fitz. everyone that goes in there is going to try to is going to target Larry Fitzgerald. Houston has a pretty good run defense. They're not going to be able to run the ball with Adrian Peterson the way they want to. They're going to have to throw it. I can see Larry Fitz having himself a good game. I can see him having like thirteen catches for fifty yards, and I'll take that. Listen, I got to give it to Mikey though because I think that Jordan Howard will outperform Doug Martin and Michael Crabtree. I could see him also having a pretty good game. I think slight edge to Mikey on this right, one. Mikey's going to win this week. It's Mikey's game. Yeah. We Although, skip the rest. all right, look at the kickers. I know they're stupid, but Chris Boswell, 20 points. However, you've got Greg Zerline. He's the best kicker in the game. I know. If there's any kicker in the league out there who's going to put up more than 20 points, it's Greg Zerline. Although it's in Minnesota, which I don't like. It's in a dome, dude. I know, but it's uh, – they're de- I don't know. Just, I don't know. All right, let's talk about defense because kickers are stupid. Look, he's got Kansas City against New York Giants. Great team to beat up on. Yep. Eli Man is probably good for at least one pick. You've I got. Pro- I should probably pick up a different defense. You've got Seattle going against Atlanta. In it, Seattle. It's in Seattle. With no Richard Sherman. No Richard Sherman. But they get Earl Thomas back. Yep. But no Cam Chancellor. Yep. This one, it could bite you. It could bite yeah, you. I'm probably going to lose this week. Yeah. 
But what, you know I, what? what do I do? Do I drop the Seattle defense? No, if you know you're going to lose this week, you take the loss and you hold on to the Seattle defense. Yes, exactly. Look, I mean, could, we, could you upgrade your roster at all? Uh, you've got Matthew Stafford. I don't put him in over Dak Prescott. No, it's supposed to be really bad weather. Where Kenyon Drake? Yeah. I would actually think about putting Kenyon Drake in over Doug Barton in your flex spot. Uh, Kenyon Drake has a higher ceiling than Doug Barton. It's funny you should say that, Lynn Thunder, because it's the only thing I've been thinking about for the last five days. Um, I mean, look. I might. You know you're only going to win this week unless if you hit home runs. Kenyon Drake is a better bet for a home run than Doug Barton is. Put him in there. Okay. I might do that. Please do. Yeah. All right. But, yeah, I got a Mikey. Yeah. Picking Mikey. Okay, next matchup, let's move on to yours truly versus Mike Schaefer. I pick Mike. Okay. Oh, sorry. Well, let's start, start at the top here. Start the quarterback spot. And let's just, I wanna, want you to know something right now. I, with my win over you last week, have clinched a playoff spot. Yes. So I am designing my roster not necessarily to win this week, although I think I've got a good shot at winning, but more to position myself for the playoffs. Uh, I don't think you should talk about that on the podcast. Okay. Okay. All right. So the quarterback matchup, Mike Schaefer's got Tom Brady going versus Oakland at Oakland. Tom Brady's going to score like thirty points. You know, unless for you some don't reason know because they all get rush, like, there could be six rushing touchdowns. You never game. know. I mean, I mean, Bill Belichick, he might come out with a game that has Brady throw it, you know, eighteen times and they rush it thirty times. It's you true. don't know. It's true. But uh, yes, he is likely to score. I like I like Joe Flacco this week, actually. I do too. I, I and I like a, his matchups the rest of the season. I like the talk they've had about look, now that we're getting healthy, we want to open up the offense more. I mean, heck, Joe Flacco, he loves throwing it deep. Yeah. I've got Jeremy Macklin ranked in my top twenty. I think that um I'm sorry, my top twenty five. Yeah. And I think Mike Wallace is a wide receiver three, maybe a good DFS play. Yeah, I mean he's got the deep threats. Joe Flacco, no one throws it deep better than him, except for maybe Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. But uh look, I mean heck, I know he's only you know projected to get twelve points. I think he beats his projection. Yeah. Danny Woodhead's supposed to come back this week. Danny yeah. Woodhead's a pass catching running back. It I is like a lot. Okay, but anyway, I, I like Tom Brady better than I like Joe Flacco. All right, wide receivers, uh, you got Hopkins and Sanders. Schaefer's got uh, Marquise Lee, Marquise Lee and, and Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Uh, I, I'm definitely going to give it to you on this one. Just, I mean, if it was Hopkins versus almost anyone, I'd say it's you. But I don't like Marquise Lee. I like Marquise Lee a lot this week. Really? I like him better than DeAndre Hopkins this week. I think week. they're going to – well, okay, oh, is – well, I guess let's skip. Marquise ahead. Lee is going to get shattered ahead. by are you, shadowed. Are you sitting Leonard Fournette this week because I think yeah, you should. I am. Maybe you're right. Like I like I like Marquise Lee this week because I think they're going to throw it a lot more on that Cleveland defense that is so good against the run and so bad against the pass. The only competition for targets in that offense now that Allen Hearns out is D.D. Westbrook, who hasn't played a game yet this year. Yep, they're activating him this week. Yeah, um, DeAndre Hopkins on the other side. Much better talent than Marquise Lee, no doubt, but he's going to get shadowed by Patrick Peterson, who is a shutdown corner. It's true. Look, DeAndre Hopkins, he's probably good for 10 targets, but with Patrick Peterson off of on him, I mean, maybe he only catches five of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, I, DeAndre Hopkins, you start him, of course, but I'm tempering my expectations a lot. Um, and d- down uh, on the wide receiver two situation, I got Emmanuel Sanders. 
had a great game. He's healthy now. I like it against Cincinnati a lot. I like it a lot too, but Demarius Thomas is the red zone guy they look to. Look, Emmanuel Sanders, if he wants to have a good game, Emmanuel he's Sanders gonna... is the big play guy. And, and Brock's got a big arm. Yeah. I mean, if Emmanuel Sanders gets in the end zone, it's not going to be when they're inside the red zone. It's no. going to be because he, he takes like a, like a 40-yarder to the house. Yeah. How often does that happen? On the other side, Abari Cooper, the you know the the Raiders have kind of figured out. We put him in the slot. We let him get out in space and work it. We don't force him to make the contested catches. They've kind of figured it out. Which is weird. Why can't he make those contested catches? He's a fucking giant. I don't know. But I like... I, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if Schaefer's receivers had better weeks this this week than mine. Um, I, yeah. It's it's too close to call, but... it's the court, And it's the quarterbacks that you have to look at. And it just yeah. comes down to he's got Derek Carr on one side and you don't. You know, you've got Brock Osweiler and, and Tom Savage. Tom Savage. So you're right. All right, running backs: Todd Gurley, Lamar Miller. I think Todd Gurley gets this one for Schaefer. He's probably good for. Yeah, I temper expectations to for Todd Gurley. I, I, you know, I think 15 points is probably ceiling against that Minnesota defense. They're really good, and they're going to have to be throwing the ball a lot with Jared Goff if they want to keep up. If Case Keenan plays up to the way he's been playing. Lamar Miller, look, he's a he's a running back too without Deshaun Watson. He's got a very high floor of you know eight, nine, ten points, but he's also got a very low ceiling of maybe fifteen. Yeah, you got McCaffrey on a bye this week. Yeah. So why aren't you starting Leonard Fournette? Look, clearly something's not right. His ankle is more injured than they're letting on. He's and that's been, based on him missing the last month. He played one game. Yeah, he played last week, but yeah. not nearly the same amount of snaps and carries that he normally gets. So why do they say, oh, he's... Why do they blame it on a disciplinary thing when... Who knows? I think it's because they don't want their opponents to know that he's not... Yeah, he's not playing. They're not going to try to run the ball as much as they possibly yeah. can. Well, I mean, they're they're kind of last year's Dallas Cowboys. I mean, they're... Look, we're going to try to run the ball 30 times a game. Yeah, without and, an awesome quarterback. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, they're not as good as Dallas was last year, clearly. But, you know, their defense is better than Dallas's was. But anyway, I I don't know what's going on with him. I've benched him because he's said, look, I don't like playing in the cold. He's never really done it. Yeah. And he's gimpy. Cleveland has a good rushing defense. Although, they don't have Jamie Collins anymore, so I wouldn't be necessarily as scared of their rushing defense. Jamie Collins is a run stopper. He is. But you know what? When when he left New England, their defense was never the same. Here's what it came down to. I also had Vernon Davis on my bench. I've got a flex spot where I put either Lamar Miller or Vernon Davis. You're going Fournette end. is bitching. He's gimpy. I'm sitting him, and I'm moving Lamar Miller up to my running back spot and putting in Vernon Davis because Jordan Reed is out this week. Yep. It's Vernon Davis, he, he's... He's very good. He's VD. Yeah. I think it's going to be more of a uh, Jamison Crowder game. But, I mean, I, Vernon Davis is always good for a couple catches and possibly a touchdown. No, he's he's always good for at least four catches. A couple catches and maybe a touchdown. Four catches, 40 yards. Anyway, uh, I like Todd Gurley is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. uh, tight end position, he's got Austin Hooper at Seattle. Don't like it. Uh, I think Austin Hooper has been had a couple good games, but... He's, he's not nearly as involved in that offense as you want your tight end he to be. He is the opposite of consistent. Yeah, he could totally goose you. Yes. 
On the other hand, I have Jimmy Graham, so yeah. Jimmy Graham's gonna get a touchdown this week. Oh, he's I can such a good matchup this week for Jimmy Graham. Maybe two. Yeah. Probably two. Could be. Yeah. All right, let's look look at the flex spots. Uh, I've got Devontae Parker and Vernon Davis. We already talked about Vernon Davis. He's got Deion Lewis and Jamal Williams. Do you know I kinda like Jamal Williams this week? Tom I like Montgomery's Jam- not gonna play. Aaron, he's not Aaron Jones is out. I think though that Baltimore, Baltimore could put up defense. a lot of points. Yes. They've got a good run defense. I think this might be a game where Brett Hundley's going to have to throw a lot more. They're going to have to get away from the run, and Jamal Williams might be game scripted out. Could happen. Deion Lewis, uh, who knows? It's impossible to predict that backfield. It, all, all the fantasy al- analysis, fantasy analysts are in love with Deion Lewis this weekend. For, or yeah, this week, for which is why Bill Belichick might give him five carries. Yeah. Which is exactly why you shouldn't start him. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I love Devontae Parker. Kenny Stills is gimpy. They've said, look, we need Devontae Parker to produce more. He's got a pretty good matchup against a bad Tampa Bay secondary. Very bad Tampa Bay. I think he could have a blow-up game. Yeah. Um, Defenses. I've got Jacksonville going going against Cleveland. I would be... Extremely surprised if Jacksonville came away with anything less than two turnovers, possibly a touchdown, and at least five sacks. Yep. I love them this week. Jacksonville will probably have a 20-plus game, 20-point-plus game. He's got Tampa Gate Bay against Miami. Don't like it. That's terrible. You can do better. Jay Cutler can go off for some reason sometimes. But and- Jay Cutler is he's inconsistent, but... This thing about being inconsistent. You can be bad, but then you can be really good. What were you saying to the Dolphins fan the other day about Jay Cutler? That was funny. I don't remember. You're talking to Theo about how he he was like hooked on Jay Cutler. Oh yeah, with Jay Cutler, he's kind of like heroin. <laughs> Gives you a taste, and then you're just chasing the dragon for the next three weeks, trying to get back that good game. And just when you're about to give up, boom! He drops four touchdowns and 300 yards, and you're back on. <laughs> What's the next matchup? I'm picking you. <laughs> really? Okay. No, uh, wait, hold on. Oh, we're gonna pick uh, Schaefer. I'm picking Schaefer. I'm picking you. All right. Fuck you, Schaefer. Yeah. You could have had VD Schaefer. Schaefer. <laughs> Instead you of Austin st- Hooper. You can still give it to him, man. <laughs> yeah. Schaefer, meet me at the Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> Got okay. a guy I want you to meet. His name is Mikey. All right, next matchup. What's the next matchup? Uh, balls deep versus Tel Aviv Tigers. All right, let's do it. Tel Aviv Tigers had a pretty good game from Le'Veon Bell, 19 points. Not bad. Not you know. Got robbed of a touchdown. He did. Oh, that's got to hurt. And then it went to Antonio Brown. <laughs> Fuck me. All right, let's start at the top. Kirk Cousins versus Jared Goff. I like Kirk Cousins. I like Jared Goff. Jared Goff, if you look at his history, he is only as good as his matchup. When he is playing against a bad pass defense, he blows up. When he's playing against a bad, pa- a good pass defense, he does bad. I, I I disagree with you 100%. I like Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is... They don't have a run game. Smudge P. Ryan's not going to do it. They're going to be playing Would from behind. Consider I see a lot of good garbage good time points for Kirk Cousins. Defense. A bad pass defense. Well... Guess what? He only scored 16 points. Would you consider Washington a good or a bad pass defense? Kirk Cousins plays for Washington. I know. But we're talking about... You said Jared Goff. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> Never mind. It's ruined. 
I'm going to have some more whiskey. I, I, I like Jared Goff this week. I know he's at Minnesota, but that team's just hot right now. He's got the high hand. He's playing well. Cousins is going against. He's Cousins is at New Orleans. The Who has New a Orle- really good defense. Has a really good defense all of a sudden. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, Drew Brees has figured out how to control the clock, use, have time of possession. I, I, I like Goff for a couple touchdowns this week, at least three. I think Kirk Cousins is going to have to put the team on his back. Jared Goff, he could Kirk, hand it off to Todd Gurley. I think Kirk Cousins is just going to implode. I think it's going to be a bad Washington game. I don't think so. Which we've seen him drop. Like They'll either lose to uh, a shitty team or they'll go to Seattle and beat Seattle. Like They'll either... I could see Kirk Cousins having really bad two and a half quarters and then getting... You know, two garbage time touchdowns and maybe fifty yards rushing. Yeah. I, I Kirk Cousins rushing yards? Dude, Kirk Cousins rushes a lot. People don't think not about much it. Lately. He is He's not trying to he's he's trying to play somewhere else. I think he's year. got at least two or three rushing touchdowns this year. Really? Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> do you want a burrito bet? Kirk Cousins versus got, Jared Goff? Wait. Yeah, he's got three. He's got three rushing touchdowns. He had two against Minnesota last week, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I. So we had one before last week, but yeah. So, look, you want a burrito bet? Kirk Cousins versus Jared Goff? Cause I'm, I'm willing to put my money where my mouth is on Kirk Cousins. No, I don't believe in Jared Goff that much. All right, fine. Yeah. All right, look, let's move on to the receivers. Uri's got Robert Woods and Alshon Jeffrey going against AJ Green and Keenan Allen. I like the Robert Woods play. You know. If Jared Goff blows up, he's kind of—he's probably going to blow up throwing to Robert Woods. Or it could be Cooper Cup, or it could be Sammy Watkins. It ain't going to be Sammy Watkins. Dude, Sammy Watkins has got a touchdown in like two of the last three games. It ain't going to be Sammy Watkins. It only takes one play for Sammy Watkins to score. It ain't going to be Sammy Watkins. All right, look, I like Robert. I like Alshon Jeffrey first of all against that. I'm sorry, John Brenton. Dallas does not have a good secondary. I thought Alshon Jeffrey was like probably not going to play this week. Uh, he's supposed to play. Okay, you, I'm gonna check that really quick. You okay. Uh, Robert Woods, <laughs> if he gets Xavier Rhodes on him, yeah, Jared Goff is probably gonna look somewhere Sean else. Sean Jeffrey is questionable week 11 against the Cowboys. Yeah, he's questionable, but come on, he's gonna play. He hasn't been practicing all week. You haven't been practicing all week. I have been. No, you haven't. <laughs> You've been building your workbench. Practicing right. building a workbench. Yes. All right, fine. Robert Woods, if he gets Xavier Rhodes on him, he's gonna have a rough game. But Robert Woods moves around a lot. He's not, you know, the Y or the or the no, Z receiver. Yeah. He moves around enough, yeah. and they don't typically have Xavier Rhodes move around like into the slot. So I can see him having a good game. On the other side, AJ Green against Denver. I think this is. Yeah. I think this is a game where the Denver defense is going to look to get Swagger back. Yeah. I could see AJ Green having a really rough time in Denver. It's going to be cold. And it's going to be the Bengals are not a good offense. No, Keenan Allen. Against Buffalo. Keenan Allen has kind of fallen off a cliff lately. He's a PPR monster. He gets a lot of those 5, 10, 15 yard, you know, in route catches. And for some reason, they, he just, they haven't been there the last few weeks. Nine and a half, 10, seven, nine and a half, 10 has been his last four weeks. I don't know what's going on with that offense, but, you know, his, his role has just been diminished. So I, I like Robert Woods and Alshon Jeffrey. I gotta give it to Uri this on this side. Me too. Uh, same story with Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt 
10 points, 9 points, 15 points. Uh, it's not great for like... Yeah, look, he blew up for 40 the first week of the season, and everyone still well, kind of remembers that. He went 45, 25, 25, and then he's kind of... 16, 14, 16, 15, 9, He's, he's come back down to earth. Yeah. Like I said, I said this last podcast, defenses are starting to account for him. Yeah. They know what kind of situations Andy Reid likes to put him in. Although the New York Giants defense has given up. Oh, he's playing New York? Yeah. Never mind. He's great. Yeah. yeah. So I Good could... Matchup. Yeah. I know Le'Veon Bell put up 19 points, but I wouldn't be surprised if Kareem Hunt did better than that. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised at all. You're right. Okay, look on the on the tight end position, Uri with his brand new shiny Rob Gronkowski, but it's Oakland Ugh. going against Zach Ertz against Dallas. Yeah, I'd rather have Gronkowski. I mean, this is kind of a wash. I mean, this is bullshit. It's a wash. Both tight ends are really good. Yeah, you're right, but Gronkowski they both have good matchups. I I don't know, man. This game's going to come down to the flexes. Well, look, Rob Gronkowski is going to come down to what New England decides to do against Oakland. If they think they can attack him with the tight end, Rob Gronkowski will get 30 points. If they think they can attack him somewhere... Everyone attacks Oakland with the tight end. Yeah, okay, so i got to give it to... Yeah. Because you can attack Dallas... Sorry, John Bryant. You can attack them with your wide receivers. I know. Okay, yeah, I, I like Rob Gronkowski. All right, flexes. Uri's got Melvin Gordon, Jared Cook going with the two tight end set. And Shane has Deshaun Jackson and Nelson Aguilar. Shane, Deshaun Jackson will be the end of you. So will Nelson Aguilar. Sit Deshaun Jackson. No, Nelson Aguilar is going to have a decent week this week, I think. Really? You wouldn't play Jay Ajayi over Nelson Aguilar? Oh, no, I would. I would. And Joe Mixon over Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. Deshaun Jackson with fucking Ryan Fitzpatrick. Shane, what are you doing? Your best players are on your bench, dummy. God, Shane, this is terrible. All right, look, Melvin Gordon, he's kind of falling down. And L.A. has come out and said they want to manage his reps, manage his touches. So he's not going to get the same opportunities. But, damn, he's still a good running back. He's always a threat to catch five or six passes and maybe take it in for a touchdown. Jared Cook, I mean, you know, it's kind of surprising, but I think he's like a top ten tight end. He is. He's it's like doing it very quietly. Yeah. yeah. Not terrible. Yeah. it's they've They've definitely... I gotta give it to Uri. him into that offense. Give it to Uri. Yeah. All right, let's look He's at. He's only had three bad games. It's pretty nuts. Let's look at the defenses. It's kind of a wash on defense. So you got Uri's tight matchup. Uri's rolling with Baltimore against Green Bay, which I really like. I think Brett Hundley's probably gonna throw a pick or two, and that Baltimore D is really good. On the other side, though, you got Shane with Denver going against an equally bad Cincinnati. Oh man, I. I can't call this matchup. I, I, Denver's I, angry. I th- I think Denver is that Denver yeah. defense might have a couple pick sixes. Yeah. Look, I'm gonna call it for Uri though, just because Shane's flex spots are fucking atrocious. If Shane puts in um, JJ and Joe Mixon, I think I'd take Shane. Well, at least JJ. Yeah, to get Nelson Aguilar out of there. Yeah. I'm picking Uri. Get Deshaun Jackson out of there. I'll take. I'll pick Shane. Yeah. All right. Next matchup, we've got Jay Diddy's All Stars versus the Bourbonic Plague. John, right? I have a little trivia question for you. Hit me with that. I love trivia questions. What do the three worst teams in our league have in common? The three worst teams in our league are, without a doubt, Matt Brown. Yeah. Tyler. Carter. Carter. What do they all have in common? They're ugly. 
They've all beaten Boobinay. (laughs) 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 Oh, Boobinay, you're cursed. Have you beaten Boobinay yet? Uh, yes, I have. I think I have to. All right. <laughs> I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay, let's start at the I top. I think I remember if I didn't. <laughs> Quarterbacks, Alex Smith for Diddy versus Russell Wilson. Uh, Who's Alex I, Smith playing? New York Giants. I could see them I could see them handing the ball off by the time the second half rolls around. Yeah. On the other hand, you got Russell Wilson in a possible shootout with Atlanta. Uh, my money is on Russell Wilson for having a better game. Russell Wilson is something like 91% of the Seattle offense. I mean, Russell Wilson puts that team on his back every single week. Although, we saw what kind of trouble the uh, Atlanta defensive line gave Dak Prescott. And obviously, Russell Wilson's a better player at this point. He's a more right experienced now. player. He's a more experienced player. He's, more, he's but, used to having to run for his life. Yeah, exactly. But I can still see... Russell Wilson getting some sacks in this game, having some trouble. I, I just think the game script is going to favor Russell Wilson in Atlanta way more than it's going to favor Alex Smith against the New York Giants. At New York. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's look at the wide They're, receivers. That's the Atlanta game is going to be good on Monday night. So the, yeah, let's look at the wide receivers here. Diddy's got Jarvis Landry against Tampa Bay and Julio Jones at Seattle. Boobinay's already had Juju Smith-Schuster kind of put up a dud with eight and a half points, and then he's got Stefan Diggs going. Stefan Diggs is not the uh, catalyst of that offense anymore. It's Humphreys. You mean Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen. Sorry. You're yeah. right. Thank you. Yeah, well, Stefan Diggs, his, his problem is he's never that healthy. Mm-mm. You know, he's, he goes the first three four games of the season healthy and does really well, and then he gets hurt and then just can't get over it. Yep. Uh, I, I like Jarvis Landry in the Tampa Bay spot. Me too. Julio Jones with no Richard Sherman on him is going to have a great game. Yeah. Y- you'd hope. And so I give it to Diddy on this one. Yep. Uh, running backs, LaShawn McCoy for Boobinay, Mark Ingram for Diddy. LaShawn McCoy's got uh, the Chargers. Or, yeah, the, the Chargers, Chargers are a really good run defense, especially since they've gotten back their one linebacker, Denzel Perryman. Mm-hmm. I think his name is. Uh he was a big reason why Leonard Fournette was bottled up for 33 yards on 17 carries. So I don't like LaShawn McCoy. I know he's a different style runner than Leonard Fournette is, but... I don't. I think LaShawn McCoy is going to have to do a lot of pass blocking this game. Exactly. They're going to be playing from behind. With a rookie quarterback who's never yeah. had a start in the NFL. Exactly. Yeah. He's going to be looking at not just eight-man boxes, but ten-man boxes. Yeah, you can pretty much bench LaShawn McCoy at this point. You, no, you can't bench him. I'd bench him. But I, I don't think he meets his 17-point projection. No. Meanwhile, Mark Ingram, 20-point projection against Washington banged I up. It. I buy that, yeah. yeah. I'll take that all day. Okay, tight ends. Tra- Travis Kelsey for Jared going with that Smith-Kelsey stack. And then Kyle Rudolph, quietly a pretty good tight end. Yeah. Got to give it to Travis Kelsey. Yeah, he's going against New York. They suck. Yeah. Okay, let's look at the flex spots. We've got Golden Tate and Chris Thompson for Diddy against Tyreek Hill and Orleans Darkwa for Boubinay. I don't hate either of Boubinay's. No, those are fantastic flex players, but they're yeah. not as good as Golden Tate and Chris Thompson. Exactly. Jared's just a level up on pretty much everyone this year. He's just he's just got better talent Beautiful. all the way down he, the line. He, it's finally come together for Jared Jacob. He drafted well, which he does every year. 
He drafted well with a lot of extra draft capital. He had a lot of extra draft capital. He's stayed relatively healthy. He lost uh, Kaiser, but Watson. Watson, sorry. He's but he stayed relatively healthy past that. I mean, even Julio Jones not being what he was in the past has really hurt Jared this yeah. much. He's Julio Jones has team. underperformed this year without a doubt, but did he still nine and one? Yeah. Uh, and largely, that's I think because he Mark Ingram Zeke. has turned into a great running back, and Zeke and he had Zeke for, for well, yeah, for cheap. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Mark Ingram, I think you're right. Yeah, Mark. If he wins a championship, it'll be because of Mark Ingram. Yeah. Okay, let's let's look at the defenses here. We got Pittsburgh putting up 16 points for Diddy, and then uh, Boobinay rolling with Detroit for Chicago. Uh, Detroit is a good defensive play. Yeah. Just if nothing else. Then because Chicago cannot coach its way out of a paper bag right so now. Boobinay is going for the big play because he's got a safety as his IDP. He's going for a guy that could get a pick six. He's going with Landon Collins, though. Look, if you're going to go for a pick six guy, get someone like, I don't know, maybe Jamal Adams. Uh, not the safety on a team that has quit on their coach. Landon Collins only has one interception on the year, actually. That's because New York has given up. So I get it, Boobinay. Yeah, go for the home run, but pick Boobinay a better safety. Should have fire sailed this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's got. He could have sold Russell Wilson. He could have sold Diggs. He could have sold LaCour. I was in Wilson. talks for Russell Wilson with him. I was going to give him a draft pick for him, pretty good one too. And he's just no. He said no. I liked my chances this year. So like, well, okay, fine. Well, you're a dummy. Yep, I, I'm picking Diddy. Me too. <clears throat> okay. Final matchup, the Fighting Gills and Thomas Tanks. This is what you think the Toilet Bowl could be. No, Toilet Bowl's going to be Tyler and... I said that last episode, and then you said, no, it could be uh, Brown and... Brown. It's going to be Tyler and yeah, Carter. It is. Okay, let's start at the top here. Do Matt Brown. To. God bless you. Thank you. Uh, let's just do it real quick, because it's not going to matter. Uh, they're both... Scrape and bottom of the barrel here. Yeah. Although I think Drew Brees will have his best game of the season. So Brown's got Drew Brees. No, Tyler's I got Eli Manning. I don't think he'll have his best game of the season. I'll burrito bet that. Um, uh, well, I'm not going to burrito. That's a yeah. That's one in sixteen or one in uh, twelve odds. I'm not going to burrito bet that either. But yeah. I think he's. I I have a feeling. I mean, he, Drew Brees' best game has been 22 points. No, they're gonna they're gonna be able to run on Washington. Uh, anyway, Carter swinging for the fence with Eli Manning. It's not a terrible stream. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's Eli Manning. It's terrible. No, because Eli Manning it's hasn't quit, vagina. and they're not going to be able to run on Kansas City. And Kansas City does not have a very good. Uh, they don't defend to get the tight end very well. This is a perfect game for Evan Ingram. I think Eli Manning is probably good for you know, two hundred fifty yards and two touchdowns. Not a terrible stream. Drew Brees, uh, he's, he's been a victim of game script this season, so I don't know. Anyway, I think it's probably a wash between the two because even if Eli Manning has a great game and and Drew Brees has a mediocre game, they'll probably end up the same. All right, so Carter's going with the stack with Eli Manning and Sterling Shepard. He's also got Michael I like Thomas. It. I like it. I mean, if Michael Thomas has a good game, it'll be because Drew Brees. Brees has a good game, yeah. Brown's so. got... Uh, Marvin, Marvin Jones. Jones Jr. and Adam Thielen. I like Adam like Thielen it. this week. I like Adam Thielen. I like Marvin Jones. He had a bad week last week, but he's been fire. I can't like, decide if I like Marvin Jones. I go back and forth on that guy. Uh, he's just he's he's never quite 
made a name for himself, like those top tier wide receivers, but he can he can put up points just like any of them. Uh, Here's what's gonna uh, when Carter is weak. He's got Tevin Coleman. And his, Love and it, Devonta Foreman out, especially with Isaiah Crowell at Jacksonville. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Brown. All right, let's look at the tight ends. Um, Tyler Croft against Denver. I think if you're going to start someone on the Bengals, the only one you can start is Tyler Croft because Denver just gives it up to the tight end. Yep. Uh, fantastic stream, Carter. Uh, Cameron Brait for Miami. Look, Matt Brown. Who knows? Cameron Brait's he's a he's hit and miss. <laughs> he could have a good game. Yeah. Why did Brown play Cameron Brait? Uh, because he paid a tenth rounder for him, and because he's kind of checked already, out. We, Brown's kind of checked out this season. Yeah. Okay, let's look at the flexes. You got Rex Burkhead in Oakland and Muhammad Sanu for Carter going against Delaney Walker and Mike Evans. Delaney Walker. Already scored 16 points. Yeah. I don't know why Brown goes with the two tight ends. That's what I just meant by why did he play Cameron Braid. <laughs> and he's also got Colby Fleener on his bench. Um, uh, Matt Brown, you're just not trying anymore. Matt Brown, this is not a three-tight end league. <laughs> you, Matt Brown also has two kickers on his team for some reason. <laughs> He's got full taco. <laughs> Matt Brown, I hope you win, just so I, we can say Carter lost maybe to a Matt team Brown's with two going, kickers. He wants first-round pick next three year. Tight ends. Okay. <laughs> God damn it, why did we do this matchup? I pick uh, Carter. I don't. I pick. I pick Matt Brown. I Delaney Matt Walker Brown is going to do. You're right, Linthorne. I pick Matt Brown too. <laughs> Although, no, all right. Well, in the flex positions, I like Matt Brown's better. I like Delaney Walker with 16 points. I like Mike Evans coming off a bounce back game. Yeah. Look, and Rex Burkhead. You don't know what's going to happen with Rex Burkhead. He might. He legitimately could goose you. Oh yeah. And Muhammad Sanu. Ah, that's a good play. But is it? Good enough to overcome Delaney Walker and Mike Evans. I don't think Muhammad Sanu is a good play, bro. Actually, he's been scoring more than Julio Jones. But this week, I think it's a Julio week. Mm, yeah, probably. So, like, I would get Rex Burkhead out of my lineup, and I would put in. See, what do you, what do you, th- what do you think about maybe Cooper Cup or Jamison Crowder? I'd play Crowder. I would definitely play either one of those two over Rex Burkhead. Yes. 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 Uh, anyway, I'm picking. I'm gonna pick Carter. I'm picking if Brown. he gets Rex Burks, Rex Burkhead out of his lineup. I'm gonna pick Brown. Okay, that's your previews for Week Eleven. John Brandt, I've had a little too much whiskey. I've had just enough whiskey. Now I'm gonna drive home. All right. <laughs> Don't you have to drive somewhere too? Nope. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kill Crew. We uh, hit us up at uh, WinterfellStudios at gmail It's gonna be a while before we put up another episode. I'm gonna be out of town for about three weeks. Yeah, our, our GoFundMe expired, so I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, what do we do with all that money that we got? I mean, the, like what, forty dollars or whatever. The, yeah, I think it was sixty-two. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it like I think GoFundMe gets that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what happens that money? All right, guys. Well, uh, good luck this week. Well, let's talk about okay. Next episode will probably be like December fifteenth or something. Is that the week before the playoffs? I think that's like the first week of the playoffs. We got to do Commissioner Corner. We got to do Commissioner Corner. 
All right. You got to do Commissioner Corner get your, and Power Rankings. All right. Tell you what. Kill Crew. I oh, will, yeah. Get your uh, Commissioner questions into get, Lynn Thunder. Yeah, to Lynn Thunder. Not Winterfell Studios because John Bryant checks that. Well, I mean, I can check them. That doesn't mean I'm going to. No. you got to be blindsided by these questions. You can't prepare some bullshit response. Are we going to have uh, Mike Schrafer come in for Commissioner Corner? I was thinking about it. We but, probably should because he's done all the other ones. Yeah. I, that would actually give, be nice. Give him a chance to ask some questions to the new and rightful and awesome. I will text him, but. You know what? He doesn't respond to trade offers, text, phone calls. I'll get Mike Shaver here. Don't worry. All right, you I'll do promise that. him drugs. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's what it takes nowadays. All right. See you on the gridiron. Fantasy football players kill crew. Yup. Whiskey. Whiskey. Cooper, why are you freaking out, bro? He wants a goddamn carrot. <laughs> on my worst behavior. No. They used to never want to hear us. Remember? It's the 503 Killcast. I don't like your jerk-off name. I don't like your jerk-off face. I don't like your jerk-off behavior. And I don't like you. With your host, John Bryant. You stupid, ignorant, son of a bitch, dumb bastard! Jesus Christ, I met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all! And Lynn, the Jazzman Thunder. No business born insecure junkyard motherfucker! Brought to you by Taco Bell. Live Moss. You don't know how to trash talk, do you? I do know how to trash talk, man. Let me give you some trash talk, okay? You know what the difference between your mama and a washing machine is? When I dump a load in the machine, the machine doesn't follow me around for three weeks. 